Welcome back to another episode of Big Blue Unfiltered. My name is Ian. I'm here with Brian and Greg. How have you guys been this week? I have been fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah. Been been watching the Combine the past two days. We love the Combine. Yep. Keep an eye on the Combine. Keep an eye on news. Love it. Uh, We're a little high energy of this episode. At least I am. We had some good pizza. Sure did. Nice broccoli rob and sausage garlic pizza. Hey. Oh, hey. hey. How you doing? A little little (laughs) caprese pizza with some prosciutto. There's a lot of hand movement going on around here. Oh, yeah. And then we've just been, you know, crushing some beers because that's what we do. (laughs) Um, But we are excited to get you into rounds three and four today. Uh, First off, we're going to start with some around the league like we do every week. Um, Let's start with... The big news that nobody knows is real or not. Will Levis is scared of milk? Interesting story. I saw yeah, that. This, this one's... I, I don't know what to I, say I, about I, this I don't one. know. This it's is a first. Be, this is a first. This it's, is fun. It's yeah. got to be a parody. <laughs> it's like that... Uh, did you ever see that video? I guess it was like uh, Jerry Springer or something. That chick that's afraid of olives. Oh, I did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, she screams yeah. when they show an olive on the screen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hilarious. But he, he said that he puts mayo in his coffee. And then he clarified. I didn't see the TikTok of that. He clarified that he, his girlfriend like dared him or something to do it one time. And he, and he liked wasn't it. wasn't against it, but he hasn't done it since then. Wait, mayonnaise in the coffee? Yeah. yeah there's a TikTok of it. But he, he supposedly says he did it once. And he's usually going for creamer and not milk. Okay. So who knows? He might. I don't know where the story came from, but it's fun to bring it up because I've heard of butter. Yeah, as a creamer. Yeah, but but it, it got a little bit of legs. Yeah, so I mayo. Figured bring it up. I don't know. It's a lot. But I don't know. Either anyway, way, I don't think Will Levis is any of our concern. He's got a shitty arm fan. anyway. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's got a great arm as far as strength. It's just the the touch isn't there. Yeah. No. We watched it. We watched didn't it. see it, but we we'll it. get into yeah. that on our yeah. combine. Yeah, we'll go over through the combine review next episode. Uh, Robbie Gold has elected free agency. He's done with the 49ers, has said he will be kicking somewhere else next year. Now, there is a chance that the Niners bring him back, but he says he wants to kick somewhere else. Interesting. Fair enough. I mean, that's yeah. a guy. He was with, what, the Bears? The forever? Giants. For a little he bit. He was with the Giants yeah. for, what, a year? Yeah, for a year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. And now we went back to the Niners. Um I don't know. Uh, we don't need him. We've got Graham Gano. Nope, we got Graham Gano. Mm-hmm. He's great. Uh, I could see the Jets bringing someone like him in. Maybe a guy just to be they reliable. Have, they got Greg the leg. Yeah, but he, he's not what he was. I mean, Robbie Gold's basically the same as yeah. he always was. Yeah, I'm trying to think of a team that would need a kicker. The Cowboys. Uh, they. I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it could be. Maybe the Eagles, maybe? Uh, I think they like Elliott. Uh, that's true. Yeah. I always forget about him. But... I don't know. It's just fun. It was fun to think about. Yeah. I and mean, Robbie Gold leaving mm-hmm. San Francisco after a couple of years. I mean, at least, right? Yeah. yeah. A few years, yeah. Uh, the Lions, maybe they could use a kicker. But as of right now, good. they are supposedly very concerned with re signing Jamal Williams. Which it's a good move. He led their I love team that rushing. Guy. He was he had, what, 20 touchdowns or some crazy mm-hmm. number and like he that? He likes being there. Yeah. Maybe not he, 20, but he's like, such a fun personality. Yeah. yeah. He's enjoying being there, too. And yeah. Yeah. He's Packers still on a rookie deal, right? Ex-Packer, I'm sure he loves yeah. beating up on them. <laughs> um, so the speaking of the Packers, uh, Lazard seems to want to follow Rodgers. Mm. Interesting. There's rumors that if Rodgers goes to New York, a.k.a. the Jets, that Lazard will follow him there. Where so, does he fit in that team, though? I don't know. Maybe they trade Elijah Moore or cut Corey Davis. Oh, yeah. Well, they were looking at trade. 
Elijah Moore midseason, right? Yeah. yeah. Or he wanted to be traded or I don't yeah. know if yeah. they're gonna do I it now, know. but who knows? It could work if you bring in Lazard. Could work. Yeah. That's true. A little sign in trade. Yeah. They yeah. have the cap for it. And they pretty much have to almost like sign over that deal to the Jets anyway for yeah. Rogers. So you might mm-hmm. as well you could yeah. package a couple guys. Yeah. I, we just haven't heard anything about Rogers yet. I mean He's out of the darkness though. He's been out of the darkness for what, a week now, a week and a half? Something like that, yeah. So, you know, we're you know, hopefully hear something from him. I mean if the Jets I were out on him, I think we'd hear more news about them and Carr. And we haven't heard anything. Yeah. Nothing. Well, I, I heard the Jets are the favorite for Carr. They're the favorite, but yeah. there hasn't been, I don't think, any negotiations or anything like Well, Well, he well, can negotiate. Not a front. Not yeah. A, yeah. He went to dinner with, uh, well, he I did, think, Solid. Well, yeah, but there's no, like... Yeah, you could do that you hear stuff. Shane talking, I just like, don't think you can... With, yeah. I don't think you can offer contracts at this point. To Carr, you can. Mm. I to think, Carr, you can. Because he, yeah. he was cut... Bef- was he cut before the Super Bowl? No. I think it was after. Uh, he was, was cut, only a couple weeks But he ago. was cut in a certain window where he could sign now. I believe. Okay. Yeah, because he said, like, don't trade me. Yeah. Because I'm not going to give you, like, the satisfaction. I'm not going to accept like, it. Yeah. Yeah. So, so. Um, other quarterbacks, the Patriots plan to cut Brian Hoyer. I know Greg and I were talking with now Webb going to, what was it, the Broncos as their quarterback coach? Quarterback coach. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, we could use that third quarterback, and Hoyer is Maybe. a film guy, and we know we like film guys. And he probably That's knows true. Dable. Yeah. From yeah. the Pat From the Pats. I feel like I would much rather have like a young guy via the draft. Uh, yeah, I, mean, I would but too. If, but if you're but looking for that third string film junkie, yeah, mm-hmm. just some Hoyer. guy. Yeah, that's true. Yep. And our last bit of news around the league: the NFL Player Association report cards. Oh yes, I'm mm-hmm. sure you guys have heard of this. Oh, yeah. um, the The Cardinals are really the big one here, <sighs> <laughs> charging players to use the gym and eat meals. That's Horrible. <laughs> what they make enough supposed- money they can pay for their meals. No, but what that's- were you going to say there, Greg? You, you started. I was going to drop an f bomb, but <laughs> I decided not to. But that's it's one of the up. worst. I can't even believe Fucking that's ridiculous. a real thing. Like, yeah, what? Yeah, I mean, you hear for stuff meals? like you know, teams may not have a daycare, or the Jaguars have cockroaches, but there's <laughs> yeah. no other team well, that Florida. charge yeah. players for meals. Not even the Washington Commanders. Yeah. But it does show you that there's a different level of owner when it comes to stuff like this. Like, mm-hmm. yes, there's a different level of billionaire that's willing to spend the money and do what needs to be done. Like, yes, even like as much shit as we give Mara, like they were eighth has, overall. Yeah, yeah, they're eighth overall. And they had that, a great training staff. And it's not because everyone got hurt. It's not the yeah. greatest looking stadium in the world. Oh, so yeah. yeah, it's. And then that's pretty bad. People may not like him, but Jerry Jones he treats his players and their families very well. Oh, I'm sure, mm-hmm. it's fantastic. Um, so before we get into rounds three and four today, what we're going to do is we're going to kind of review the Joe Shane press conference from this week. He did a press conference at the at the combine, and he did a little Q and A with the fans on the Giants YouTube channel. If you haven't seen those, go check them out. They're pretty fun to watch. Um, but if you don't want to watch them and you want a quick summary. Listen to us, because that's what we're doing right now. The Q and A was a lot easier to watch. It yeah, was because you could sure. hear what they were saying. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't. I don't know how you can have all these beat reporters with no access to a microphone asking the GM questions, or some sort of like boom mic just hanging. Yeah, over they, the they top. must have been like twenty yards away. Yeah, or something it, it like really that. Seemed it sounded like, like yeah. he was like even looking. He was like, 
And then the general answers that Shane was given, like, oh, yeah, he did uh, yeah. this, or they we're very, doing... They were yeah, very GM yeah, yeah. answers. Yeah. But really what the takeaway was is that they are actively working with the free agents. Jones and Barkley are in talks. Priority. Um, they are, you know, close, but not there yet. Barkley, it seems there's a bigger gap than there is Jones, kind of from what you can take away from the two. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as teams go with their staff we are one of the few teams that send their full staff to the combine yes what do you guys Mm -hmm. think of that i like it i think it's smart i think it's smart for really like the first year of these guys being together and getting to know each other last year was a little bit of a scramble yep because you got to think like dable was hired and then shane was hired and it's like probably all what in the beginning in january Maybe January, February, like right that. around there. Yeah, January, February. Had so a month to put everything There wasn't together. that much time, and now yeah. they're clearly they want to have a consensus of what we need to do and what we need to get. So, and, and you think about it, these guys are going to be with them every single day. One hundred percent. You want to yeah. have all these yeah. minds come together, like okay, we like this guy, or at least see the process. Also, it'll too, help those guys progress in their careers if they want to move up. I think yeah. Joe Shane is a big advocate because he was a scout sending his guys out on the road during the year oh yeah and then bringing them back and seeing like was this guy better than he was in november yes to now like did he get worse did he get better like now all that, those things that was something yeah. that that was brought up in the q a yeah. too they asked shane about uh football film mm-hmm. versus combine and pro day stuff mm-hmm. and he said he absolutely prioritizes game tape over the combine of the pro day, hundred percent. Like the combine of the pro day give him some insight. Yeah, but the running there's so yeah no running around in a t shirt is much different than playing against Alabama. hundred percent. And they can see so much from mm-hmm. guys like that because he he even said he said when they're looking for guys, they look to see how the player compensates. Yep. For their deficiency, so like super short guys. How do you make up for your yeah. you being short? Yeah, can you find the open yeah, field? Yeah. Are you, you going to separate? Are you going to be a sure catcher? Can you go up and get the yeah. high ball? Yeah, if, like if you don't yeah. have great speed, how do yeah. you make up for that? Yeah, and separation. You guys were you know last episode. We need big receivers. We need big receivers. Wrong. Absolutely wrong. <laughs> Joe Shane prioritizes separation over size at wide receiver. He does. And all the wide mm-hmm. receivers I love in this draft are six one or short, other than Quentin Johnson. Are six one or shorter? Who also looked very well. He did. He looked great today. Um, he also said, you know, speaking of wide receiver, we do need one, mm-hmm. but they want BPA over need, mm-hmm. and that's best player available. There's Which, so many holes in this team. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you get to it, it's pick twenty five, and the top uh, top two linebacker mm-hmm. in the draft is there, and you could take the sixth overall receiver mm-hmm. or the number two linebacker. You got to make a decision there and take the linebacker because mm-hmm. it's just you got to take the best play. You're still trying to build a team, and you're almost in the bonus if you're in that 25 or 20 plus pick because you don't have the pressure of like trying to nail it right. So you can look at guys a little bit more. I don't know, like holistically, and just be like, yeah. okay, like you can really break them down instead of being like. Okay, we have the pressure to take a quarterback yeah. or a running back yeah, you're not, or a defensive lineman yep. here. Like kind of last year, it was like we need to hit two things. 
yeah. offensive line and defensive line and mm-hmm. defensive line. And, and we it, hit both of them. I, I yeah. And we so. happen to get yeah. lucky where we hit two guys that are mm-hmm. probably at least one's going to be a stud. Yeah. The second one, we're not sure. I yeah. think he's going to get minimum, better. At minimum, they're both above average starters. Yeah. But now you have, you could see what falls to you, right? Yeah. You mm-hmm. could just kind of let the yeah. chips There's fall. There's a lot less like, pressure to bust. And also mm-hmm. see what team is desperate in the second round. Exactly. Come back up. Yep. Like in, yeah. It's, if you don't love someone at 25, you can always drop yeah. them. Because there's not that much of a gap between 25 and 45. Exactly. In, mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's the thing. And but, one of the things that Shane said when he, when they're looking to draft guys, puts a big emphasis on character. Oh, yeah. Like, are they a piece of to. shit? Now, they're not going to be yeah. Gettleman characters. Are you a piece of shit? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they're not going to be the Gettleman character guys where we only draft senior bowl captains. Yeah. And, you know, we kind of kill our draft class a little mm-hmm. bit. But they definitely want guys that lead. They don't want to take a Kadarius Tony who's, you know, as far as we've heard in the locker room, a problem. Yeah. So I, at least I for think the Giants. Yeah. I, I've had a lot of skepticism about GMs for the past, you know, eighteen years, from Jerry Reese to Dave Gettleman, and for the first time in a while, I'm very optimistic. And I think Shane is the guy that can accelerate the rebuild to a yep. certain point where he knows, hey, we can get some pieces and make another wild card, potentially compete for the division depending on opponent, but we're not going to sell out and mortgage the future to win right now. Mm -hmm. And I think the biggest thing about Joe Shane and Dable together is whether it's right or wrong, they're on the same page. I think they've communicated what their plan is to the rest of the staff, and everybody's like, okay, we're going in the same direction. It seems they want to be part of it, too. There's no... Mm -hmm indifference of nope. what we're doing or what we're looking for. Everyone's so, buying in. Yeah. Well, it, it seemed, I mean, Wink and Kafka both got head coaching interviews this offseason. Mm-hmm. But from interviews with them, it kind of seems like they didn't really want to leave. Like they would have, who, who wouldn't take a promotion, you know? Yeah. Kafka 100% would have. Yes. But I think Wink so. is probably a guy that's Wink seemed like, like it eh. was more of a, it has to be a perfect situation or I'm staying where I'm at. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like he's not going to the Colts. No. Like, why no. would he go there? He even said they wanted to do things differently than I would do it. And it's, but at the same time, what are the Colts doing? Nobody How are you going to hire a head coach and not do what he says? Uh, yeah. We're just going to be mediocre and then trade yeah. for 37-year-old yeah. quarterbacks. It's, it's insane. Um, but rather than waste anyone's time, we're going to jump into our draft picks. Yep. So this episode, check out last episode. We did rounds one and two. We gave you each some reach guys, drop guys, and realistic targets for each pick. Uh, this time we're not going to give you so many picks because the third and fourth round are so much more, I don't know, what would I say? More variability. Would that be the right word, guys? You can reach easier. You can, drop. You can go a lot two. of different directions, yeah. too. So yeah. there's not going to be as many guys. Um, yep. What we did for round three is we did a one-drop candidate. And since we have two third-round picks, we did two realistic targets for each. Two guys at pick 89 and two guys at pick 102. So we'll start with the guy that hopefully drops to us at pick 89. Um, realistically, he's going to go high third. So a guy you don't want to take with that second rounder, but he's not quite early he third. could go there. He's not like, quite yeah. early third material, but he's like mid third, and hopefully he falls to us. Brian, lead us off with your guy. Who do you got? 
So my drop guy, if if he falls, and this is if Saquon walks. Okay. Uh, I have Tank Bigsby out of uh, Auburn. I like it. Running back. Okay. Uh, he actually did meet with the Giants over, sometime over the past two days yeah. or sometime during the he week. He was one of the combine interviews. But big guy, seems like a power back compared to Dalvin Cook and Kenneth Walker. Mm-hmm. Uh, falls forward when he... Uh, trying to finish his runs, okay. which we need. Yeah, uh, great vision. Uh, he's patient to find the lanes, but sometimes could be a little too patient. Okay, uh, we don't want like Le'Veon Bell yeah. dancing well, back there. It, it's a it's a fine line where you're patient enough to hit that hole right when it opens, but if you're too patient, that hole could open and you may not mm-hmm. like it, and suddenly it's closed up and now you're behind the line yeah. with nowhere to go. Yeah, and, you, you don't want to be over. I guess nervous in a way yeah. to like go and just which I bang. think Barkley yeah. has been well was mm-hmm. he's gotten better before he's this gotten year way better yeah. yeah this year he was absolutely that guy who would just slam the hole be good yep. and get those dirty three yards mm-hmm. yeah but like he's got sharp cuts and he's yeah. fast enough mm-hmm. uh, but he does need to improve his pass protection okay yeah and but I think a lot of guys coming out of college always yeah need to do that. yeah and. Another knock just on, the way they play football. Yeah. yeah. Just, Another knock on him is he's not really a receiving back. Mm. So you're kind of limited to what he can do. I would imagine a guy named Tank isn't a great receiving back. Yeah, yeah. right? <laughs> <laughs> but that's not a bad guy if Saquon walks. Yeah. You have – I think it's easier to find receiving backs in this day and age yeah. than it is to find good, solid overall – hit the interior of the line, just run through guys. Well, it's just also like the style of the college game has gone so far away from like... It, it's become a very... Like seven, downhill. It's you become know a very seven-on-seven yeah. seven kind yeah, of generation. Yeah, 100%. Like, they're going to try to... tackles and those big guards, they're not really a thing anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're going to try to pass on yeah. you, pass on you, and then sneak a run in. And you don't lean on them, lean on them, lean on them. Keep. Yeah, lean on, lean on. Other, I mean, other than you know, game breakers and running on the wall, the NFL is getting dangerously close to NFL Street. Yeah, a hundred percent. I mean, yeah. it's just trick passes and it's speed and it's it's fun to watch. Yeah, I mean, you look at a guy like Saquon Barkley twenty years ago. Oh, would yeah. have been he would have been beaten so the valued, yeah. but so valued. And now yeah, they're talking he about would have been just, the only guy in the league that could do that. It's yep. Unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. it's crazy. But he wouldn't have played long because I don't know if he would be tough enough to. Well, not even you say twenty years ago. I mean, we're old enough to say twenty years ago and think the eighties. <laughs> yeah, right. Twenty yeah. years ago was two thousand three. Yeah, two thousand three. So really, we mean 35, 40 years yeah, ago. Like, yeah, even yeah, yeah, like at least the nineties. Yeah. The the LT era of football. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Um. So Greg, I know you and I both like this guy. You did the yep. report on him. I did. Let me know and let. Everyone listening know about this player because I'm very excited for him. Yeah, so I'm super excited about this guy. I'm a bit worried that he's going to get picked up in the second I somewhere. Can, I can guarantee you he will be. Yeah, just based off this just because combine he, performance. He had a great too. combine. Great combine, but also, too, I think just when people really start to break down the film in yeah. the next couple of months, like it's, I mean, well, the next month, it's going to be very obvious what they're looking at so my drop guy a guy that i hope falls to us is jack campbell middle linebacker out of iowa he's 
strictly played, I think, middle linebacker. I think he played a little bit of outside early on as like a freshman. But each year, 2021, 140 tackles. I mean, he's all over yeah. the place. That's a lot of tackles. Yeah, I don't care Iowa. who you're playing and, for or where you're playing. In that's 2022, a lot of tackles. 125 tackles, but a bunch more solo. Um, he's just a great tackler. I mean, he won the Buckus Award. Yep. He's the best linebacker in the country. Yep. And I, um, I think the Giants also met with him. They as did. Well. Yes. They did. Yeah. They did. I, I think mean, he would we're be. We're doing so well picking these we guys. We are on it. Yeah. We're, <laughs> Who we're needs Jim Shane? Yeah. We're on fire. <laughs> but I think he would be. The perfect guy, I think, not to go back into the second round, but I think the Giants may want to probably maybe with, push to take him with in the, the way round. he's been rising. He yeah, may, when we wrote these up, he was absolutely a third round drop candidate. Yeah, we, we did these over about the, past the middle couple, of the week. Yeah, yeah. About, over the past couple days, he has been rising on most mock boards. He's to just a mid to late second round guy. And I just mean, to remind everyone, we use PFN as our. Yeah, Pro Football Network. Uh, we like their write-ups. We like the ease of system. If you want to do a mock draft, we like them. Um, what else you got? I think the biggest thing that separates them is that in a league that is constantly trying to like push the tight end, mm-hmm. he can cover the tight end. As a middle guy. Yeah. He's very good at covering the tight end, at least to an extent. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not going to say he's perfect. I don't think he can tra- like cover Travis Kelsey or somebody. Nobody can. But... Very he's, few. He's very solid, and I would be thrilled if we got him. Oh yeah, if he's in th- available at pick eighty nine, be and, unbelievable. And you're not, you know, hammering the pick button. Yeah, the yeah. linebackers. So we yep. need, yeah, many. Yeah, we haven't drafted that well in yeah thirty years. All right, we, so my guy uh, is Mazai Mazi Smith. I don't know how to pronounce Mazi? it. it. it it's M A Z I. Maisie? I think it's Mazai Smith. Ma- D tackle from Michigan. He is a redshirt junior. 6'3", 325. Ooh. He's a big dude. Unit. Um, his pro comp, Brian, I told Greg this before, mm. Dontari Poe. Oh, okay. Yes. Um, I saw him at the combine. He intrigued me. That's why I kind of focused mm-hmm. in on him. Um, he does need to be a little more consistent with his play. He has rare size and athleticism for his, uh, you know, build. Mm-hmm. He's quick. He's fast. He has great burst. I mean, right off the line, he can beat a guy, and his feet are fantastic. Um, How was he against the run? That's the that's the issue. I think <laughs> here's he's, the kicker. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's yeah. he's solid against the run. That's okay. what he's good at. Um, he, but he's not a great tackle for loss guy. He didn't make a lot of plays behind the line at Michigan. Uh, he's not a great stamina guy. He's probably going to have to lose weight to get when he gets to the NFL. Gotcha. He might instead of playing a three twenty five, maybe play a three ten. That'd be good. Three hundred five. Yeah. Um, it's yeah. not a crazy ask though. No, yeah, to, like, he, but he just get, he got burned out very quickly yeah. on long drives at Michigan. Um, he's not good for zone run schemes, which a lot of the league uses. So yep. he'll need some coaching up, and any sort of double team, he'll just get stood up. Yeah. But obviously, we're not looking for a starting D tackle in the third round. We're but, looking for a guy to rotate with Dexter and Leonard. Yep. Who are more of a Dexter's really an all around kind of D tackle, and Leonard yeah. is more of a edge pass kind rusher of, kind yeah. of D tackle. So if we can get this guy who can rotate in earlier, 
Dexter and Leonard can be fresh later in the game on third down and make more of an impact. So speaking of the defensive line, Shane said in, I think it was either the Q&A or the press conference, one of those two, mm-hmm. he wants to improve the run defense. Yes. He wants guys they to need, clog the He hole. acknowledged they need depth. Yeah, both, and he wants to be able to, he doesn't want to have to play Dex every yes. single down, and he doesn't want to have to play Leo every single down. Yeah. So I think they're really going to look for someone that can be a run stopper more yeah. than a pass rusher that's why i like this guy in the third yeah i think if he falls to us at 89 he's he's a yeah just to be just somebody that can take up space yeah Yeah. at least yeah yeah Yeah. just so that dex and leo can take a breather well because you got to think too like if you put him in with dex if you're running like a four three dex is going to take a lot of yeah that attention Mm -hmm. yep and if you put leo out on the edge during Mm -hmm. that you got cave on on the other side and you have someone in the middle you have someone who can really take up a lot of space or even if he just takes habit. a double team and doesn't do anything. Yeah, push the center into the pot. You, there's just a lot stand you can do. there. Yeah. 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 But worst case, he's an early down rotational D tackle that lets our guys breathe a bit and they're more effective later in the game. Yeah. yeah. So I think it's the ideal um, guy to take at, if he falls to us. Um, it's good. Um, I, I don't know. I, I like him. Yeah. I mean, while I'm going, I think I'll I'll take the next guy. All right. So now we're on to our round three, pick 89, <clears throat> targets that are most likely there at yes. 89. So I'm going to start off with Trey Palmer, wide receiver from Nebraska. Mm-hmm. He is six foot, 192. He's a senior. Oh, Tom Brady and Mike Evans. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> Breaking news: Tom Brady. Cool. News, Tom Brady and yeah. Mike Evans are at the UFC fights. <laughs> um, John Bones Jones is going to win, just so everyone knows. Um, anyway, anyway. <laughs> so this kid holds the Nebraska single season yards record set this year. The significant part of that is that the Nebraska starting quarterback one sucks. I mean, it's Nebraska. They yep. can't pass the ball. They never could, never have been able <laughs> Especially to. Especially lately. Who was that, Frost there, the yeah. head coach? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. God. And now it's he, Matt Rule. Yeah. Oh. He missed multiple games. So to set the single season receiving yards record with a backup for multiple games, he's a good player. Yeah. Um, he's fast. I mean, he is fast. But he has iffy hands. Okay. The thing is, though, I, I feel like we've seen every receiver coming out in this draft and every single knock on them is whose hands aren't fantastic. Yeah. So I don't I know. I feel like to, that's the easy thing to say about these yeah. guys. Like, oh, I don't know. Dude, he I don't had know drops. He it. had drops. Yeah. But you look, you, you have to look at who's throwing the ball to him. Yeah. A hundred percent. If you have that. It's a Nebraska yeah. quarterback. So yeah. If you have that, that guy yeah. from Fresno State that was the Hainer. Oh, oh, he's garbage. <laughs> um, but. Shane did say they did like a returner in this draft, and this kid was at LSU, so he does have that LSU pedigree. And if LSU is recruiting you as a wide receiver, they see something. You don't suck. There's something yeah. there. Um, yeah. When he was at LSU, he was a returner for them, and he had returned some punts and kicks for touchdowns. So he fits what Shane was looking for. Uh, the kid was a high school sprint champ, so I love just that. to keep building on that, he's fast as hell. His routes are a little sloppy, a little lazy, so he needs to be coached up a bit. And the a biggest fine tuning, yeah. yeah, that's all. But the biggest knock on him is that if he hears footsteps, he's not making the catch. 
So it's not that he's soft. It's that he's very worried about getting drilled. But the NFL is perfect for you. Yeah. Because you can't get hit. They got rules against it. Very true. So, Greg, give us give us your first target in the third round. All right. My first target, and this is very contingent on if Saquon is gone. Okay. But we seem to be kind of laboring under the opinion that Saquon's leaving. I know. I hate to go there. As far as I, everything we hear. Well, you might be surprised with one of my first or my fourth <laughs> round. As far as everything we're hearing, though, it seems like Shane doesn't mind letting him walk. Mm. Yeah, which is a little tough, but I get it. Yeah. You know. We we all have a soft spot yeah. for Saquon. Yeah. But, but go on. This guy actually, believe it or not, could be just like a number two guy. I think he's probably a little early in the third round, maybe a fourth round. But if Saquon walks, Zach Evans, old miss running back, two seasons at TCU, uh nine hundred plus rushing yards this season. Mm-hmm. A little bit of a fumble concern. Um he's a solid guy, he can hit the home run. They said he had like seven yards a carry yep. this year. So I watched a lot of this yeah. Kids we games. watched a lot of Old yeah. Miss this year. So uh, big Old Miss fans over here. Shout out yeah. Dylan. Yep. <laughs> Shout out to Dylan. Um, but yeah, a little bit of a fumble concern, which I'm not so worried about because mm-hmm. I think they can clean that up. In Tiki the, was a fumble concern coming out of yeah. college mm-hmm. too. Yeah, and he's a true number two. They literally yeah. say in all his overviews, he's a true number two back, home run hitter, up the middle kind of guy, yeah. not side to side. Nope. So I kind of like that. So that, that's I was, my guy. I was reading something that him and Bijan were the one and two guys coming out of high school. Yeah. Same class. They were the yep. one wow. and two running backs. So he's got that pedigree. I mean, you, you can't discount it. Yeah, both Texas guys, yeah. I think. Because he was at TCU before, yeah. beforehand. Yep. And yeah. So, comes from that pedigree. So, yeah, I, I'd love him in the third round if Saquon's gone. Be perfect. Even in the fourth. Even in the fourth. But, yeah. but yeah, if we can I, I'd be there. fine with, with him and Brita as our running back combo. I mean, Shane and Dable have shown that as Buffalo guys, they don't care about running backs. Yes. As long as you can have a guy that can make a play here and there, you'll be fine. That's it. So, yeah. I, it is what it is. Zach Evans... Love it. Ole Miss fan here. Um, give him to me. Yep. Even if Saquon's still yep. here on the tag, give him to me. I, yeah, I, I think he's actually a guy that I retract my last statement. I think you could take <laughs> him there and have him be the backup. Have him be yeah. the backup. Yeah. Even a three. Yeah. Yeah. So staying on the offensive side of the ball. Go for it. Actually, both of my guys are on the offensive side of the ball. Um, I have. Luke Weipler, Ooh, the center, the, the, from, center? Yeah. the center from Ohio State. Ooh, love it. Six love three, three hundred pounds. Unit. He, that's a good center. He, lo- size. he looked pretty good, at, like on the film I could watch. Uh, he could put on a little bit more weight, three hundred pounds, maybe ten, it's fifteen good, more. Yeah, good. Uh, and he's got to work on his like functional strength. So okay. actually, yeah, yeah, doing the work. Yep. The, that type. Uh, his technique is fantastic. And he looked very good in the pass block. Uh, the run blocking did. He looked a little slow trying to uh, get around to the outside on okay. whatever the hell that's called. Um, but when he did get out there, his blocks were still decent. Yeah, like a little second level trouble. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but a lot of his, center struggle. With yeah, that. his, his yeah, pass blocking tough. was it's tough. By far the best, and he looked super solid standing there against 
which is what we tackles. need. Yeah. And yeah. you know what's great is that he's worked with a quarterback like C.J. Stroud, yep. who's like very polished. Like yep. that's mm-hmm. a big deal. Yeah. That goes underrated. That the like that whole communication thing. Yeah. Those guys are on the same. Especially page. if you're one of those people like me who think that Ohio State quarterbacks are 100 percent fraudulent. Yes, I do a too. Total product of the team around them. Yes. Mm-hmm. So staying with the O line, yeah. My second guy, you've got, and I yeah. think Greg, you too. So we'll jump to I you. After, we'll jump to you after Brian. Yes. Yeah. So staying with the O line, uh, I have Joe Tipman, guard from Wisconsin, mm-hmm. uh, six six. We love a Wisconsin interior O line. Oh. oh yeah, six six three seventeen. So he's that's a he's dog. Tall. He's tall. The issue is going to be the leverage. Eh? Yep. Because he's just massive. You yeah. can't get. It's going to be <laughs> tough to get under those guys. <laughs> just dieseled. Yeah. Um, but he's super athletic, and he is very quick when he's going outside for those run blocks. Um, That's good, too, because if he's that big and he can move, yeah, he could be taught a lot of technique. Yeah, mm-hmm. he, he could be polished. Because you can't teach yeah. athleticism at that size. Exactly. 100%. Uh, but he wasn't super dominating in the pass block, but he did enough to get the job done, and I think a lot of that goes back to the leverage. Yeah. Yeah, just being so tall. Um and from what I saw, he handled stunts super well. That's, That's big. Off. If he's because smart and athletic, you can you can work with that. Yeah. Do we have to go back to John Feliciano? No. Who can't no. Pick up get a stunt. Him, pick up get him out of here. A pick All right. Up a stunt like well, stay, a stay on, on the offensive side of the ball and specifically offensive line. I like Ricky Stromberg, offensive center slash guard mm. for Arkansas. Okay. Um. He's a four-year starter. We love that. Which is big, especially in the SEC. Um, a guy who took snaps at guard and center, like I said before. Um, I think he's going to be more of a center in the league. Um, very good in the run game. Another guy that needs help in the pass game, um, which is kind of an issue, I feel like, that we had with Feliciano. But, I mean... I think he's a guy that would be a nice target at probably 102. I'm skipping ahead a little bit, um, but a little bit later. I mean, later 89 in the third or 102, round. you got 13 picks in between. Yes, yeah, it's, it's not yeah. that much, but that's why we didn't do any drops. Really, or like a solid anchor, and I like that he has that experience. Four years SEC. That's you, my yeah, you can't beat SEC experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, that, that or Big Ten for that matter. Yeah, They're, for sure. Yeah, oh, especially linemen in the Big Ten. Oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah. Four year anywhere. Yeah. I mean, so uh, I'm going to switch it up. You guys did all linemen for your second pick at 89. Damn right we did. Yeah, you did. I mean, we need it. Um, I'm going to take a corner. I would say okay. I don't know how to pronounce it. Kiyu, <laughs> Caillou, Caillou is if it's Caillou, like that bald motherfucker, that bald asshole. <laughs> Caillou Blue Kelly. Okay. Um, I did not know this. But his dad is Brian Kelly, not the Notre Dame coach. I see your face. Oh, okay. <laughs> There's a different Brian Kelly. He All was right. a defensive back in the NFL for 11 seasons. Oh. From 1998 to 2008. Okay. He won a Super Bowl with that early 2000 Bucks team, and he led the league in picks in 2002. Ah. Pretty so wild. Kid, yeah. The kid's coming from Good a, jeans. Exactly. He's six foot, 191. He's a senior. And a four-year starter from Stanford. So it's good at school. Yeah. It's pretty good. He's got great footwork. Uh, he's a good press corner. 
he can go up and get that jump ball. Go up and get it. He can go up and get it. <laughs> he can go up and get that ball. <laughs> um, so, you know, he's got a lot of pros to him. Uh, a couple of the cons, he's not great with recovery or, you know, connecting to his receivers. So if you beat him early. Does he have that speed to make it up, though? I haven't seen. Okay. Um, it doesn't seem like it, but he doesn't blow his coverage often. Okay. Mm. Um, he doesn't really turn to the ball. Like, once he gets downfield with that receiver and his back's to the quarterback, Yeah, he's not good at turning yeah. around which will get called in the NFL. And he's a very soft tackler. So he's a coverage guy. Mm-hmm. He's, you know, which I just what we need. Yeah. Yeah, we could desperately need. But somebody. you know, third round if you're looking for a guy that you can kind of mold a bit, this would be the guy. I like him. Um if a couple of the other guys you guys mentioned are there, I'd prefer them. Mm-hmm. But I do believe we desperately need secondary help and he is an option. So I'm going to stick with it. We're going to move to pick 102 now because I have another corner. Okay. This is Darius Rush from South Carolina. Ooh, we really know Brian nice. loves South Carolina. Go Cox. Go Cox. Yep. Go Cox. We love Cox. <laughs> um, this kid's a redshirt senior. He's 6'2", 198. So he's a little bit bigger. Uh, he's an ex-wide receiver. So, And it's not like he played a wide receiver in high school. Yeah. He yeah. was a redshirt freshman at South Carolina, and then he moved to corner. Mm-hmm. So he's got college experience at wide receiver. Everywhere. Yeah. Uh, this kid's been starting for two years at corner, so he's a little bit experienced, but yeah. not super. SEC experience. <clears throat> exactly. Which is huge. He plays big. I mean, he is 6'2", 200, so he better. But he does. That's a that's big. Like yeah. for a corner to actually that's got some size to play big, it's huge. Um, he's great with his angles, so he knows how to get to a guy, how to cover him, where to you know tip the ball, how to be there. Yep. He's probably on the tackles too. Yeah. I was just about to say that's my <laughs> next note. Great on special teams. Yep. He can tackle well on special teams. Um, he's got long steps because he's wide ex wide receiver, so he knows how to take those long strides, which. A receiver will take advantage of and beat him, but coachable. He's only been doing it for two years. Mm-hmm. So this is a guy you take with that late third-round pick to mold. Um, he's not a great start-stop guy, but it's all stuff you'd expect a receiver to be when he transitions the corner. So what I like is he's from South Carolina. There's yeah. another corner, another – I think he's top five in the cor- yeah. in the cornerbacks. Cam Smith, I think it is. I think you're right. Also, I, yeah, I think you're South right. Carolina. Yeah. He can he I'm sure he must have learned a few things from him. Yes. Oh my god. And, yeah. Yeah. But he, he sure. just doesn't have that experience. Yeah. Like, exactly. Like he'll get beat by double moves and yeah. So uh, Darius Rush, I like him. A project. He's yeah. a absolute project. Like a yeah, he, did, he did a complete position switch. Yeah. yeah. He's only been playing the position for yeah, two years. Crazy. He's yeah. the JPP of cornerbacks. <laughs> Remember Adrian <laughs> Robinson? Oh, yeah. the, tight end. the JPP of tight end. How many yeah. how many NFL passes do you think he caught? Over under Ooh. twenty. Under, Tw- I want to say over twenty. Over twenty. Yeah, I'm saying under. But I'll I'll look it up. And either way, um, I like this kid, Darius Rush. Um, we do need the defensive back help, so keep an eye on him. We're gonna you know look at these guys' combine mm-hmm. stats next week. And uh, Brian, who's your first guy at pick one hundred two? So I'm gonna save the exciting guy for for my last. You just tease us like that? I am. Uh, <laughs> I got it. Hold on real quick. Um, 
Get the wrong interrupted. A- wrong Adrian Robinson. I'm sorry. <laughs> Look at that. The one that we know is not even relevant enough to come up in a Google search. <laughs> oh, we're fraudulent. <laughs> All right. Sorry, Brian. Go on. Okay. So it's defensive line again. Uh, Jacqueline or I don't know. Jay Quellen? Perhaps. <laughs> is there a Jay Quellen here? Jacqueline. Jacqueline, Jacqueline Roy. Defensive tackle, LSU. 6'4", 297. Uh, the comp I got on him was Lawrence Guy. Larry um, Guy, I like it. Yeah. So he seems more of a pass rush type okay. of tackle. Not very good at stopping the run. But they need, need, need. Desperately need a pass rush. If, if we can yeah. get that pass rushing D-tackle and kind of bolster our linebacking core yep. to to help our bad run defense, it'll mm-hmm. balance out. Well, because yeah. it frees up a lot of those guys, yeah. right? So Yeah. He's good in the, in the pass rush. He's quick off the snap, and he's got a strong upper body. Uh, but the lower body, not so much, which translates into the run stopping. Yep. Um, so he's going to be like a rotational pass rush guy, but – that's what they're kind of looking for. Just get that rotational guy. If he becomes a fantastic pass rusher and can strengthen his lower body, it's perfect. Yeah, there's a lot of upside. I mean, that's what you're looking for, a guy with, I think, you're not expecting that much, but you could get a lot out of. Mm-hmm. And that kind of segues into one of my guys that mm-hmm. I have is Byron Young, not from Tennessee, <laughs> from Alabama. We had, we had this whole discussion. We had this group whole discussion. Is this your round four guy? This is... This is my round four guy. Oh, we're not there yet. Oh. I know, I know. But hold on, hold on. Because we are on the defensive to... side of the ball, and I still have my round. Th- <sighs> I still have a round three I guy. I could jump into him. No. Let me it... let me do my let me do my second round three. I know, I know. Pick one hundred and two. I got another guy. It's Demarvion Overshone, linebacker from Texas. Ooh, very so we're, nice. we're on he was same, on my list. Yeah, we're on the same side of the ball. This kid's six three two thirty. He's a senior. Uh, he was a safety. So Landon Collins, much? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, could be. He's got. He's improving as he plays. I mean, every game he gets better and better. His feet are getting better. His recognition is getting better with plays. Um, he's got the patience now to process the play as it happens and make the commitment. He's got great closing speed. He can cover tight ends because he was that safety. He needs weight. He's mm-hmm. you know six three two thirty. That's not a linebacker in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Um, he's not yeah, great. Yeah, he's, so he's exactly what you'd expect out of a safety moving a linebacker. The, not the great one versus the run. He needs to be more aggressive picking up O-line blocks, and he's not a good tackler in open space. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. He had a, From what I read up on him, he had a lot yeah, of missed lot tackles. Of he plays like yeah. a safety. Yeah. 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 The, the missed tackles is big for me. I don't, like, make the tackle. Yep. And I don't know if I want to gamble on someone that is not a sure th- tackler. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. We're yeah. so desperate at linebacker that you want a guy that has a chance of starting day one, mm-hmm. and I don't know if he's a day one starter. I would bet he's not. I don't think so. So you did your round three, guys? Well, I, I still have my second for uh, 102. Okay, go for it. Sorry, uh, Greg. You jumped the gun. No, it's your I, own fault. I'll, I'll jump in here. I got a guy. <laughs> it's Sam Laporta, but he's probably going to be we, a first how do we round almost, pick. How so do we I'm almost skip gonna, this guy? Yeah. I'm just getting Just no, because he had a great no, combine. No, I saw his combine. Not to go up and ahead, but he's going to be a first round pick. I'm just <laughs> Greg, is, <laughs> Greg is aggressively it, crossing yeah. his name <laughs> off. Yeah. I don't even want to talk about him because I'm going to get no, upset. I, wa- I yeah. want to talk about him because yeah. I love Sam Laporta. We can. Talk about Sam Laporta, Greg. Let's talk about him. I'm going to talk about him. He's very Thank athletic. You. I think he's the best tight end in the draft. If you saw his combine. This was a very eventful Saturday. This was Sam a very Laporta. eventful yeah. Saturday. Yeah. He's the perfect complement to Daniel Bellinger. 
I'd even argue Bellinger's a perfect compliment to him. He's tough Port to is tackle. That good. He runs wide receiver routes. I don't want to talk about it anymore. He's <laughs> going to be so. gone, and he's going to be better than George if Kittle. He's, if he's so. there in round two, do you take him? Yes. If he's there in round one, do you take him? No. Okay. Not for this team. Okay. But somebody will. That, yeah. Fair. So, all Fair. right. Done. Brian, go. So my favorite pick from round three, Will McDonald the uh, the fourth. Did he have a farm? <laughs> Edge rusher, Iowa State, 6'3", 241. Okay. So he's skinny. He needs about 10, 10 15 more he's pounds. Skinny. He's a little skinny. He's yeah. skinny. Uh, fun fact, one of his hobbies uh, was jumping over cars for fun. Yeah, get him out of here. Checks uh, out. Yeah. He, he already said he's he's done with that. He's got a career to look forward to. He's, yeah. he's done jumping over cars. We'll see. Yeah, uh, I hope but so. Very underweight, as we can tell. But he is athletic. He is really fucking quick. His moves, fantastic. His swim move was great. Okay. He's even got a good little uh, OC spin to him. Ooh, very. I think we, we could. I, I think we could probably compare this guy to an OC type player. I like a little that. OC light, like old OC. Yeah, like under undersized D line guy. Yeah, he's just a finesse guy. Straight OC up finesse. OC Yumanura, very underrated. Um, yes. Yeah. He's got an elite bend when he's going on that speed rush. Yeah, he can he's just, just get around. He just gets low. Nice. He's so skinny. He Love just gets that. right he's under just... those guys. Oh, yeah. Just gets right past them. Uh, good inside counter moves as well. Uh, not great in the run. I mean, he weighs nothing. In... Gets pushed around a yeah. little bit. Uh, but he's good at shedding the blocks. So just the athleticism alone with this guy and... I think he put up good stats in college last last yeah. year. He was, he's just fast and he just gets to the quarterback. Love it, great guy to take late third because this is a comp pick. Everyone should, if you don't know already, yeah, it's true. One hundred two is a comp. Pick. Good point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, or no, this is not the Chiefs pick, is it? It might be the Chiefs pick. I Wait. thought one hundred two was a comp pick. Well, the Chiefs. This is the last pick of the third round, so I think the Chiefs won the, the Super Chiefs. Bowl. It might be. Yeah. I thought we had a comp pick this year. But let's ju- let's remind everyone the Chiefs won the Super Bowl, not the Eagles. Oh, yeah. Thank God. Once <laughs> That's again. very... Yeah. <laughs> All right. We're on to round four. Greg. Sorry. We're jumped. there. I jumped the gun a little bit. Yeah. He's very excited about this guy. I am very excited about this guy. So, Byron Young, not Tennessee, Alabama. The Bama Bring it Byron back. Young. It's still the SEC. This guy is... I think the perfect guy for us in round four. I hope he's there. He's an edge interior guy. He can go both ways. Kind of reminds me of Big Cat a little bit. Um, and if Big Cat's gone, we're not sure. He could kind of fill that spot. He's a three-down player. Uh, better inside than he is the edge, but he can do both. I think if Kayvon and Aziz come up and do what they need to do, I think he'll be... More effective on the inside, big body, really stable inside. How I watched big is some, he? I watched some of his film. <laughs> he's, I think, I think he's like two ninety five. So he's like a little bit more solid, yeah, because he can go inside out. But I just like his game. I watched some of his film. Fantastic, Six, like three two fifty. He's two fifty. You're a little Byron off. I'm a little American off. football defensive <laughs> yeah. end. That's what it's. Oh, that's. This is the Tennessee guy. I Googled Byron Young, Alabama. <laughs> I know. I hate Google. Yeah. <laughs> I thought he was bigger. I, I hope you're Google's right. listening. You're right. to he me. is. I hope Six, Google's 6'3, 292. This is the correct Byron Young. Yes. Yeah. 
I don't know why yeah. this was a problem. This is a big debate, but yeah, very good, very versatile play. Yeah. So need need depth there. Need so. some depth there. Round four, perfect. I like it. Uh, we'll stay on the defensive side of the ball, and I'll pick up this guy. Uh, my round four target, the first one, is Servosia Dennis, linebacker from Pittsburgh. Ah. I believe that's how you pronounce his name. Um, if you look back at my picks th- for these two rounds, I will have the all-time name team. You know, it's going to be great. <laughs> you don't have Tank uh, Bigsby. No, but I have Servosia Dennis. He's six one, two twenty six. He's a senior. Um, he's got great instincts and vision. Uh, he has been able to time his blitzes very well. So a little Palomalu esque in that way, okay. where he just can really nail that snap. Um, he was great on special teams for them, which you know we need desperately. Uh, and he's been good at making plays on the edge. So he's a middle linebacker that can get outside, um, but he does get beat on those middle runs where the guards in the center kind of get to that second level mm-hmm. yeah yeah uh he's not a great pursuit guy so if there's a guy if a running back or wide receiver on the outside he's not going to catch him he's not a good coverage guy which in today's nfl is not ideal you can live without yeah, yeah. uh he's not a great gap clogger so don't expect basically what i'm saying he's not a good run stuffer yeah he's just a playmaker yeah yeah mm-hmm. like he can get around he can catch a guy but he's not going to meet a guy at the line of scrimmage yeah. and he's not going to lock down a tight end but again you're taking him in the fourth round that's more of a developmental type player yeah so you have to look at them from where they yeah. are if you're yeah. taking a guy in the fourth round you're expecting him to be a day one starter a hundred percent if he is that's amazing if he's not that's what you're expecting <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. so no you're a hundred percent right yeah. yeah brian give us your guy so Your first I, round four pick. I know. I, I got just so everyone knows, we're now doing three picks for round four. We're not yes. doing any drop guys. We're just doing three realistic targets. So I'm going to save my intriguing one for last. Probably the most exciting one. Ooh. Uh, but I'm intrigued. I know. I, Me too. Keeping <laughs> you on the edge of your seats here. Uh, but my first is going to be Kenny McIntosh, running back from Georgia. Ooh. So I kind of like this guy with or without. Saquon. Okay. I like it. Because uh, he, he's interesting. Fantastic receiver. Uh, if you watched any of Georgia, I think in the national championship, he had like a 30-yard catch. Yeah, he, he broke one off. He, yeah. yeah, he, he was, was a big was, part of their offense. Yeah. He was real involved in the passing game, um, but also can still run it, especially run inside, and he's a very patient runner. He's going to wait for the, those holes to develop. He's not going to try to just force himself through He's like probably like a perfect two, three mm-hmm. kind of guy. Yeah, and in the open field, he's very dynamic. Love that. Um, I did see, however, he's probably projected more as a running back two. Okay. But with his skill set, could he be the number one down the line if need be? He could probably fill in a couple games here or there. Yeah. But I think given that he's more used as a receiver in college, I think he's a perfect number two. Yeah, because that fits Saquon perfectly. I mean, it's yeah. the best compliment you yeah, can get like, for Yeah, it's a perfect compliment. Yeah. I mean, running backs can't do anything without the offensive line. So, mm-hmm. Greg, I know you love this guy. You pointed him out multiple times today on the ticker. Um, <laughs> this guy <laughs> might be my favorite guy. Yeah. Not in the draft, but potentially in at least from like two – through four so far. So Andrew Voorhees, 
interior offensive lineman. That's what he's labeled as. USC, 6'6", 320, probably needs to lose a little bit of weight. Started right away. He's a right away starter in the NFL. He's played, once again, and I can't emphasize this enough, he's played center, guard, tackle, which is huge. Versatility in the NFL huge. is the very versatility underrated. Especially on a, this offensive line. Especially in be, a fourth-round guy. Exactly. Could be massive. I mean, it's you can't say enough about it. Um, I watched the film on him. I think he's going to be definitely a left guard. He looks better moving to his left. Left tackle reps, left guard reps. He looks fantastic. He is very good in the pass. Long arms, obviously 6'6", 320, huge. And I think, imagine that guy next to Andrew Thomas. Yeah. That's huge. That's I, what we need. That's, that's where the, we the had great the most wall problems. Of giants right the, there. The Giants need good pass blocking. They yeah. haven't had it in years. I, Towards the end of the year this you year. Have, we haven't had a good offensive line since the 2011 Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's and he gets the second level perfectly works with the center, perfect. works with the tackle. This is my favorite pick. I'll say it so far in the draft. Love it. Ooh, That's my favorite ooh. pick. I'm going to I'm going to stick with the O-line. Um give me a second. No. Olusigun, Olusigun, Oluwatimi. <laughs> Bless center you. from Michigan. I'm going to call him Double O. <laughs> Uh, he is 6'3", 310. 007. Yeah. Yes. Uh, he's a senior. So, this kid kind of has a story to him. Sit back. Settle in. <laughs> settle yeah, in here, folks. The paper up. <laughs> so, he started at Air Force, right? Oh, sorry. Uh, I burped. Uh, he started at Air Force. Went to Virginia. He was a two-star recruit at a high school. So Two-star? Impre- two-star. Jeez. Went to Virginia after Air Force because he didn't play much at Air Force. Three-year starter at Virginia. Uh, and then he went to Michigan to be their starter this year. He transferred in and was the immediate center there. He was the principal's list every semester throughout high school. So he's a smart guy. I mean, you go to Air Force, you're a smart guy. Yeah. yeah. Um, he was a high football IQ guy. I mean, what do you expect? You know, he's. I don't know about Dean's list or anything with college. College is much, yeah. hard, much harder than high school, but he's a very smart guy. Yeah, he's intelligent that, guy. Yeah, he's yeah. that field general type center. He's a great pass blocker, and everything mm-hmm. I've seen, a couple clips, and all the scouting reports said he just blocks with that dog, which is what we need. Yeah, Ian, do I'm we have like you. the same kind of like big board list? I'm as sure guys we do. that we're just writing down. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure we do. Uh, but what I did is you guys sent me yours, and I crossed out the other guys you didn't scout, so we'd have some diversity on the diversity. We that's love- what that's what this pod's about. Yes, um, <laughs> but he. He's just got that dog in him when he blocks. Like, he just is that, you know, when you watch Nick Gates, mm-hmm. you, you watch him and you're like, this dude loves to play offensive line. This yeah. is that same kind of player. He's just dog. A couple downsides to him. He's got weaker legs, so he needs to hit a couple squats in the NFL. Okay. Uh, he's a little stiff, but that can be worked through, hopefully. Um, and he's not great blocking the run. But if you're taking a fourth-round center... He's got way more positives than negatives, and mm-hmm. I think it'd be if you don't address center early on in the draft, this would be the guy to take late. Center or guard. This is something we've said from the get go. It's like we have to address that position early, and if not, late often. Mm-hmm. Yes. So. All right. 
Uh, Brian, I know you have a couple guys you're excited about. You watched him at the Combine today. He's well, the fr- this, this guy was not at the Combine, right. unfortunately. Uh, okay. I was going to give you your Combine guy just because we're on top of it. We're going to save him. We're going to save him. Okay. I'm, I'm going to give the we're, people some time we're to. We're smooth. We're smooth. Yeah, yeah exactly. We'll give a little. But I think we all finish but, up with wide receivers here. No. No, no I did not. Okay, um, so you changed it. No, I didn't change it. All right. Well, do what you need to do. Okay. Ian and I well, have wide receivers. Yeah. Joe Shane, in his presser, said he also wanted to look for a returner. Yes. A guy that yes. could return. I think we have the best fit for that. Okay. And that guy is Parker Washington, the wide receiver from Penn State. Okay. 5'10", 212, dynamic receiver. So you do have a wide receiver. What are you talking about? Is your about? third guy not a wide receiver, too? Yes, he is. So you lied. Why? You lied to my you face. You just said you didn't have a wide receiver. I said, I said we all have wide receivers left, and you said oh, no. I, oh, I thought you said we have so no wide receivers. So you looked me in the eyes, and yes, you lied to me. I did. You lied to the I people. I misheard you, This it. podcast is not built on lies. <laughs> this is a podcast of truth. Yeah, now we're not agreeable. Sure. We're done. We are done here. We're cooked. That's all right. it. Parker Washington. Good night, everybody. No. Uh, <laughs> uh, Parker Washington from Penn State. He's 5'10", 212. Was a fantastic return. Yeah, he was really good this yeah. year. In- yeah. Incredible. Fantastic. Incredible. Yeah. Uh, the thing is, they didn't really use him much in the past game. Yep. Um, but he's fantastic in space, which comes from him being uh, a good returner. His hands were fantastic. He had. A, I watched a little bit on him, and some of his catches last year, they were just off on the sideline. He's jumping and trying to like toe tap all that yeah he was he was really good in the return game i watched a couple uh penn state games because like obviously they play like ohio state Rutgers. like yeah. he, he was always in the mix like yeah getting some good returns. i think he had what two house calls yeah i think he yeah. did i think he may have had one against Rutgers. i mean that's possibly. not hard, yeah, not hard to not do. surprising very possible not hard to i could have returned a kick against Rutgers. we yeah. we are big Rutgers fans but they suck um but Parker Washington, good with contested catches, believe it or not. Um, and he's really just been a complimentary guy. Uh, he could work on his route running, and he's probably limited to the slot. Just At this point in the draft, though, they all need to work on their route running. Yeah. yeah. Round they, four, they all need polishing. But I, yeah. I think yeah. the big upside with him is he's going to be a fantastic punt returner or even kick returner. That's perfect. That but... Yeah, we need that. Yeah, I think it's a solid pick right there in, in round four. All right, so we'll we'll skip you because you do have a second wide receiver. As you're, Yeah, I thought you said we were done with wide receiver. dirty liar. <laughs> um, Greg, let's hear your wide receiver. All right, I got Charlie Jones, wide receiver out of Purdue, formerly of Buffalo, uh, formerly Chuck. of Iowa. Good old Chuck Jones. He's, <laughs> he's transferred a bunch of times for I'm not sure quite what reason, but... He had a heck of a year at Purdue, 110 receptions, obviously high-quality guy. He's getting a lot of targets. 110 catches, no matter what college you're playing at, uh, is great. Yeah. But 30, over 1,300 yards, sure hands. I think he's a guy who could be of special teams value. Um, he fantastic route runner. I think the one con is, like, did he have one good year? What's his athleticism mm-hmm. when he gets to the NFL? But uh, very similar to what Brian mentioned, a guy who could be a special teams guy, uh, at least maybe like a third to second 
kind of string starter in the NFL. I think the guy that Joe Shane's looking for. So, Ian, I know you got a couple guys too, but I got I got a wide receiver. He's a little different yeah. than these guys. Um, he's more of a size wide receiver, which is ideal because you know you can only have so many small guys. I know Shane sets yep. uh, separation over size, but you know we'll see how this guy goes. He's Dontavion Wicks. He's a wide receiver from Virginia. Okay. He's 6'1", 206, so he's got some size to mm-hmm. him. In high school, he was a quarterback and wide receiver, Oh, and he played basketball. Nice. So that's always good to know. Um, this year at Virginia, he did not have a good year. He was not able to adjust to the new scheme well, so we'll see. You know, Maybe it's the offense coordinator didn't know how to use him, didn't want to use him. Or but he just he, had trouble learning the new offense on possible. the fly. Could be. But he's a deep ball guy, so 6'1", and has the ability to take off and beat a guy deep. Um, he's got good hands. He's able to high point the ball. Uh, he's tough. He can take a hit. He knows how to take a hit in coverage. He releases well. Um, his issues, he's got some ball security problems. He's not a great yard-after-catch guy. So he's more of a big guy, go up, catch the ball, maybe get five yards and fall down. I think if he didn't change the scheme at Virginia, he might be a late second, mid third round kind of guy. But his draft stock dropped because mm-hmm. of his bad year. Yeah. So it's a guy I like in the fourth round. If we're still looking for a receiver, then if not, you know, I'm not in love with him. I, I like him. But, but he's a guy you could take a shot on and mm-hmm. be like, yeah, right, let's if see he's what your third yeah. receiver this year and you mold him throughout the year, maybe late in the season he turns it yes. on and figures something out. Mm-hmm. Yep. So this guy is probably the most intriguing wide receiver in this draft. Okay. Nathaniel Tank. Yes, it's another Tank in this. Uh, and his name is Tank. His that's, his, that's his nickname. His nickname's Tank. Yeah. Uh, what is his uh, frame like? Uh, well, it's a little <laughs> slender, a little we should bit. say. Uh, so five eight not and three tank. quarters. Five eight and three quarters. Uh-huh, the three uh, quarters. Yeah, 163 pounds. It's like Bryce Young. <laughs> <laughs> Smaller than all of us. Uh, That's so, hard to be. Yeah, so the knock on is <laughs> the 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 little knock on him is he's a little small, just a little bit. Yeah, just a little bit. But everything else about his game is fantastic. His route running, his speed. You, yeah, it, he's exciting. This kid's he, he had what twelve hundred yeah. yards last year for yeah. Houston. Yeah, he's unreal. He's, oh my god! And yeah, you guys were talking about him. He's, he's just explosive. Electric. Yep. Explosive. He's just so small. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, his small catch radius. That's just him being small. But yep. get this guy in space. Just, he's going to create separation. Which himself. which may work out in the NFL because like you you also have to understand the hashes are a little bit different in the NFL. So like guys have more space to like go up the middle. They they, they have a little bit of difference. There. Yeah. Like that's mm-hmm. kind of a big thing. But it, he is so intriguing. He looked fantastic at the combine today. I I would love to take him as our second wide receiver of the draft. Mm-hmm. Took a guy in the first, and then with those two picks in the third and that second-round pick, you take you know some reliable linebackers or linemen mm-hmm. and then take Dell with that fourth-round pick. I'm very happy with that. He, he excites me. I just I don't yeah. want him as our only wide receiver addition mm-hmm. this year. I, th- I think he's going to be a boomer bust. It's just based on that size, I, I don't know. I don't know. But we'll see. It worked yeah, pretty. The, uh, it, it worked pretty well at Houston. So yeah, 
that's that's the problem with picking this late in the fourth round when you're uh, when you're a good team and you mm-hmm. go semi deep in the playoffs yeah, you pick late tough position yeah it's yeah. only gonna get harder when we do rounds five six and seven in two weeks so yes. next week for you guys we will be doing a combine review um, we're gonna you know look at everyone's numbers see who lit it up see who was impressive see who kind of disappointed um, you know Jay Kaner. Uh, what, <laughs> <laughs> what we're gonna do. Yes, we're going to do that, and then we're going to be taking off the weekend of March 25th. Hopefully, everyone enjoys themselves, because we will be enjoying ourselves. That's right. But taking that, a little siesta. A little, little siesta. Yeah. Maybe a little fiesta. Ooh. Ooh. Hey, hey um, so, that's it. That's episode. Um, my name is Ian. This is Brian and Greg with me here at BBU. Uh, Big Blue Unfiltered. Check us out on Twitter, at Big Blue U Pod, or on Facebook, Big Blue Unfiltered. And uh, take it easy, guys. We'll see you next week. Yep. See you next week. Take it easy.